Welcome to the Love Your City podcast. Letitia, we're sitting here in what's been described numerous times this week as the most technologically advanced museum in the world. Yes. Um, and great. Uh, it's great to walk around and, and sort of take that in. It's it's the Bible, the Museum of the Bible, just so people are aware of that. Oh, yes, thank you. Thank you for that pick up. Sometimes I leave important information out. This is the Museum of the Bible. Yeah, where we've and, been all uh, week for the 100 Cities Summit. That's right. That's right. And uh, we have just sat in a session with James Kelly. Um, from Faith Tech, who I'm going to get him to introduce himself soon, but just blown away with, first of all, my complete naivety and rookie nature of my, uh, what, what do you say, my yeah. understanding of the tech world. Yeah, um, But I agree. the crucial importance of it in, in the future of city transformation. So welcome, mm. James. Thank you. Thanks, Sam. Mate, tell us a bit about yourself and the organization you've started up. Yeah, so uh, I live in Canada, A. Eh? Uh, and uh, I eat lots of bacon and love maple syrup. Uh, so that pretty much, wow. and play hockey. And you're so skinny. So that defines that's why. me. That's yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I live in a city called Waterloo, which is just west of the city of Toronto. I love your, love your theme song. Yeah. ABBA. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. Keep going. Yes. Keep going. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I lead a network. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's the best way to describe it right. called Faith Tech. And so uh, really it came out of this this problem. We had met all these tech people in my city and I heard this phrase that really startled me. So I, I, I'm a church planter, a part of planting a church, uh, pastoral training, business right. background, and yeah. I'm just kind of living along in my city, in my neighborhood. And then suddenly I kept hearing this phrase, I don't know my place in the church yeah. from the tech community. And I'm going, yeah. what? The? Yeah. So one guy tells me that he's out for coffee and he goes, I don't know my place in the church. I go, what does that mean? Mm. And he goes, well, he goes, uh, I don't want to preach. He's <laughs> like, don't make me preach. A tech guy, right? Yeah. 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 And the way he said it was he said, I'd rather be in the casket than give the eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's a really, wow. this yeah. guy rather be dead yeah, yeah, than yeah. to be talking at a funeral. And then he said, next he said, I don't play acoustic guitar. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So he's like, what? that's it. That's all we got for him besides yeah. setting up chairs maybe, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then I said, well, what do you do now with the church? He yeah. said, well, I run PowerPoint. Tech guy, put him on PowerPoint. Yeah, wow. I said, well, what's your background? He goes, well, I helped invent BlackBerry Messenger, which mm. was one of the very first text yeah. messaging platforms mm. on a cell phone wow. in yeah. the existence of the world. Yeah. And he's a genius. Yeah. He's unbelievable. And I said, well, hold on, you're running. Hey, we need PowerPoint people. So if you're listening, your PowerPoint, <laughs> love you. Yeah. But I said to this guy, I said, is there something else we could do with your gifts and abilities? And, you know, I gave him a big idea and he said, yeah, I could probably build that. And I said, why don't you? And he said this to me. This is a game changer. He said, no one ever told me mm. that was a way I could use my gifts or abilities. Wow. Yeah. And it was because on the other side of the teams mm. is the pastors and ministry leaders mm. And it's not a det- It's not to that to their um, fault, really, no. because one technology has emerged so fast yeah. and so quickly. Like I hold an iPhone in my hand right now. This mm. was, this yeah. came out 11 years yeah. ago. Yeah. And every pocket, mm. almost in the entire world, there's more active cell phones than the population yeah. of the world now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so oh. you look at that, and and they go, I don't, just don't know what to do with it. One pastors would say, I don't know what to do with my tech people. That's but they'd it. also say, I don't, tech has changed everything. It changed mm. how we communicate with each other. It's mm. changed how I understand the world. It changed how I deal with my problems. It changed, mm. I argue, uh, my relationship with God. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. It, it has. The way we interact with the Bible now is mm. different than mm. it was before. Yeah. And so 
pastors and ministry leaders are struggling to know what to do with all those questions. Yeah. So for us, we just said, man, we got to get those two teams in a room yeah. Yeah. and duke it out and yeah. help each other. Yeah. So Faith Tech really started just a couple of years ago with gathering 35 people in a room in Waterloo, Ontario. And, you know, maybe in Australia, you guys get this 35 people in a room is like a mega church in it Canada. Is, yeah. It's like, <laughs> what's going on around? I'm yeah. looking around yeah. like, hold on. <laughs> And then from there, we just started gathering regularly in our city. Uh, we started seeing other cities want to gather regularly. And yep. so this started in Toronto. It started in Vancouver. Then we started in Chicago and Silicon yep. Valley. And at the end of the day, it's we're saying, how do we get two seemingly unattached worlds? That's yep. why we called it faith tech as one word. Yeah. yeah. Get them in a room together to think together, to yep. build together, create together. So actually, these teams in cities are building technology for the kingdom of God. And I could give you crazy examples there yeah. as well. But give us some examples of um, yeah. how that's worked practically. So the best one I, I, I didn't share earlier, okay. which I think is really important to hear, is I found out a couple years ago in Canada, I'd be curious to know in Australia, mm. that 8,000 people every month are searching the phrase, how to kill yourself. In oh, Google. Wow. And the top search result is seven easy, painless ways to kill yeah. yourself. The fourth one down is a YouTube video shows you how to do it. That actually exists. I could pull it up on my phone. Wow. So I stood in front of this group of tech people and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. What do we do? So these two web developers, a communications manager and a psychotherapist just happened to be there. <laughs> They gave up their whole weekend, what we call the hackathon, mm. yeah. which is, you know, uh, a, a retreat for geeks, I call it. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And they took this problem. They bought the domain howtokillyourself.org. And you go on their website and right at the top, it says three words. You're not alone. Wow. And the whole point of the website mm. is to replace all the garbage yeah. on page one. Yeah. So then when people are in their darkest moments of hurt, and that's where we go now mm. with mm. our yeah. secrets and our problems, they said, we want, we want a message of hope and ultimately lead to the gospel. Yeah. The crazier part of this story is about a year after that, web, that hackathon, that website got built, and the team stayed on it, kept working on it. Mm. One of the developers on the team, she reaches out to me and she goes, I, I got to talk to you. Mm. And I'm going, you know, what, oh, what's going on yeah. the end of the earth? You know, she goes, no, no, no. She said, this is her telling the story. She said, last night I was out for coffee with my friend. And I started telling my friend just casually about this website I'm building, the fonts, the colors. And the friend literally grabbed her arm. And she said, what is the domain of that website? Yeah. You know where this is going. She yeah. said, how to kill yourself.org. And she, she just started weeping. Wow. The night before, she went online to figure out how to kill herself. Mm. And she said, I landed on your website and it saved my life. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. And, and I, I look at that and I go, hold on. Are you telling me? <laughs> yeah. That someone could build a website strategically yeah, yeah. with the right heart and motivation yeah. rooted in the gospel yeah. Yeah. that actually can save lives now. Wow. Yeah. Everything changed for yeah. me when that happened. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Everything. It's unreal. So really, yeah. I mean, yeah. pastors, I know a few pastors in Australia who shall remain nameless because they may <laughs> be listening who aren't even on Facebook, you know, so mm. they don't have a clue. But all they need to do is just help um, find out who are the tech people in their right. church and put them in a room with a problem. Yep. and uh, work out how to solve that. Um, tell us about the refugees. Um, oh, yeah. Because I think that's I mean, that's a great example. So in our, our city, my city of Waterloo, we ran an event a couple years ago, right around the time Faith Tech was starting. Mm. 
you know, we ran this event. It was TED Talks around new thinking around technology for the church. And uh, actually, at this point, 160 people show up. So now I'm well, like, we're the biggest <laughs> church yeah, in Canada, yeah, I think. Yeah. You know, it's not a church, not a church. <laughs> but anyway, so it's amazing, you know. And what happened was two weeks later, a pastor sits down with me and he goes, 10 of us. I brought 10 people from my church, predominantly people working in tech. And we sat in the parking lot after talking for mm. an hour. They mm. were just so excited. No, first of all, just walking in that room was empowering to them because mm. other people believe in Jesus and work in tech. Like yeah. they didn't just didn't know it. Yeah, well. they didn't know it. And then they thought, oh, I could use my gifts. What do we do? Mm. So two weeks later, the pastor's like, all I got is PowerPoint and a website for them. Yeah, like, what yeah, do I do yeah, with these yeah. these men and women? Yeah. So my question to him was this: I said, is there any issue or problem? that your church is really passionate about that relates to your city. Yeah. And, you know, he said refugee sponsorship. Mm. You know, Canada brings in a lot of refugees, mm. and this church really wanted to support refugees. And I said, are there any problems with that? And he laughed in my face because there were so many problems. Yeah. So he started naming them. Mm. And I said, you know what? His name is Brandon. I said, you know what, Brandon? At least 60 to 70% of those problems, a technological solution could not only help but yeah. possibly solve. Yeah, well. Yeah. And he said, really? I said, yeah. I said, but I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I said, but all the people that you brought two weeks ago, they do. Yeah. So he said, what do I do? I said, here's it. Simple as this. I said, you got a church, you know, and his church is maybe 100 people, 150 mm. people. Mm. So he said, here's the six or seven people that work in tech. Let's put them in a room. Yeah. He said, let's take the six or seven people that are really passionate about refugee sponsorship. Yeah. Let's put them in a room. Mm. And then let's get them to work together. Mm. That one meeting led to a citywide, what we called refugee hack night. Yeah, yeah. And essentially, we got all the organizations in the city passionate about refugee sponsorship. We got them to get together separately, and they came up with their biggest three problems mm. that they're all experiencing. Yeah. Then we got about 40, pe- no, probably 30 people in tech from our city in the room. It all happened at Google, at Google in our yeah. city. And... They laid out all the problems, and in about three hours, they tra- started dissecting yeah. the problems. Mm. And those led to ongoing projects within the city yeah. to help solve those projects. Yeah, that's right. I love Unbelievable. that. What, what I'm hearing here, you keep, you keep saying, you know, PowerPoint and website. I am a pastor. <laughs> I am on Facebook, though, Letitia, yes, so, you know, yes, I'm not, <laughs> not completely naive. He, he um, shares one thing a month. <laughs> <laughs> this is blowing, blowing down the boundaries, blowing down the walls of what I've understood prior to meeting you today. Mm. Um, of engaging tech, not just in helping have the best website in town mm. in order to attract people to my church yeah. or having the best tech, best use of tech. This is really getting into what we're here at Movement Day for yeah. about city transformation. That's right. I mean, Roger Sutton said yesterday, you know, he talked about the Roman road when Jesus was here and how that helped the communication right. of the gospel. And that's technology. And then you had the Gutenberg Press, which helped the scriptures be printed. Yeah. Now we've got social media. We've got yeah. the internet, generally speaking. Um, that is allowing for more than just the communication of the gospel, but addressing social issues. It's just I'm having a big wow moment. Yeah, everything's changed now. How yeah. untapped is this though? What, like you're obviously passionate about this. How, mm. how much buy-in? How much resistance? Like, wh- what are you experiencing in, in okay. your travels? Okay, let's first talk resistance. So, uh, the structure of church, okay, mm. has a very hard time grappling with the structure of the new world yeah totally. because yeah. the structure of the world the new world due to the internet has drastically shifted at it as it did with gutenberg mm. so the gutenberg press suddenly you could get written materials to everybody mm. so the way education happened mm. drastically shifted yeah because of 
the Gutenberg Press because of that. Now today, everything's changed in terms of where you communicate, how you communicate, yeah. with who you can communicate. The most core communities now, a lot of them are now digital. Yeah. 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 Right. Like I, I, I mentioned, two billion people are gamers. Yeah. In wow. the world. Scary. You mm -hmm. know. But my question is, I'm trying to rally a whole group of missionaries within the gaming community yeah. to go on and play with the heart of sharing the gospel, yeah. living out the, the message of Jesus, playing differently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have to kind of rethink mm. the paradigm. Mm. But again, church structure and how we yeah. see the church, how we uh, interact. See, my big thing is I'm, and I'm very strong component of in-person. And people are surprised often when I say that mm. because they go, oh, you're the tech guy. You know, shouldn't we all be in virtual reality? That's the new world. Mm. What you, the yeah. three of us are doing right now mm. is not possible any other way. Yeah. In terms of like, I told you that story sure. about grabbing the arm and I grabbed your yeah, arm, you Sam. Yeah. Yeah. And that changes things, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is why for me it happens at a city level yeah. Yeah. with yeah, that's city good. problems. Yeah, I love it. Also because yeah. tech people are passionate about their city. They're passionate about what affects them. Mm. So give them a problem that affects them and th and mm. unleash them. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So for me, it's like it has to happen at a, at a, at a human, personal yeah. level. Sure. But then it's seeing grounded in that and above that is mm. technology right now. It's surrounding all of that. Yeah. So how do we leverage that? How do we use that? How do we see the way it's changing us? Right. Mm. And if a pastor can truly start understanding the language of technology or mm. the use of it or how it's affecting and changing us, mm. not only will they be more effective, but then they're actually going to speak to and with the next generation because yeah. the next generation goes, oh, they actually get my world. Like one of the biggest problems I see the older generation doing right now is they'll say to younger kids, get off your cell phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Get offline. Stop gaming. What they don't know is that cell phone is now part of the child's That's identity. It. Yeah, wow. It's a third Or the limb. youth or the, even yeah. the young adults or mm. even adults now. It's, it's part of your identities. Mm. Meaning, if, if a 12-year-old doesn't respond to a text within 15 minutes, mm. they could be ostracized from the community because yeah. the, their value is so tied to it. So you could say, hey, we need a revolution where everyone gets off cell phones. Mm. That's the dumbest thing you, you yeah, could sure. ever say because sure. not, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. What you need to do is say, how do we sit down with that young person and say, I understand mm. this is part of who you mm. are. Mm. And I don't want to take that away from you. But how about this? I love you. Yeah. And I think boundaries around this are really important. Yeah. You know, and I know you. Mm. So can mm. we work this out together? And I yeah. think boundaries will actually help you flourish. Yeah. Mm. That's a completely different conversation. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know? Absolutely, mate. We're out of time. Oh I wish my we, gosh, I wish we're we had more. Going. I know, yeah. I know, mate. How can people connect with Faith Tech? How can people, if if if, if there's people listening to this podcast who have mm. no idea where to start, what are some tips? Uh, well, simply like go on Faith Tech. Yep. So it's Faith Tech. Yeah. <laughs> dot com. Yep. Uh, and and link up with us. There's a way to to reach out to us. Yep. Just say I heard you on the podcast. You know. Yeah. You know, and, and we'll connect with you. Um, okay through resources or uh, a zoom call and it'll connect with you that way. Um, but then, you know, the other way is, uh, honestly, step one isn't go read a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It isn't go, yeah. uh, listen to, you know what? Step one is sit down with yeah. one of your tech people yeah. and, and say to them, I care about you. Yeah. I just heard this thing. It's making mm. me think differently mm. and I care about you. Mm. Yeah. What can I do to be a better person mm. that cares about you? Yeah. And how can we help you mm. use your gifts, your knowledge, your ability yeah. to advance the kingdom of God? Yeah. You do that, step one, find one. Mm. Sit down with them and say that. Yeah. You'll see what will happen. Yeah. Like, I think wow. who knows what will happen from there, right? 
I've got to ask, do you have a tech background? I'm, I'm picking up no. that you don't. Yeah. So my amazing. background is yeah. business, business and, yeah. ministry. I was yeah. in business for, you know, five, six years. Um, I, you know, I helped plant a church. Yeah. Like that's my background. Yeah. yeah. So this is why you don't yeah. need to be a tech yeah. guy yeah, to sure. actually understand that's the tech good. community. Yeah. Like you don't. Yeah. Right, and yeah. so for my role in all this, it's like it's really like a pastor of the tech. Community. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's kind of how great. I see yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Thanks, James. Really appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks yeah. so much. Yeah. Man. It's been a pleasure here. to meet you, and I uh, hope we can uh, hook up again in the future. And anyone listening to this podcast, these yeah. guys are doing it right. They came to the conference, brought their gear, <laughs> interviewing people at the conference, leveraging tech for the kingdom. Like you guys are setting the example. We for are all super these guys. Tech- techno- <laughs> technologically advanced. Well, I just can't say that's the word. Right. Letitia is just a gun Facebooker. You know, she, oh, yeah. She's the one who you have yeah. to say, hey, put your phone down. I'm, I'm the selfie queen. Yeah, yeah, selfie queen. Got a selfie stick. That's how up there I am. Thanks so much, James. Thanks, we appreciate James. it. Thanks, Letitia. Yeah.